0: morning, preaching in Jesus' name this morning. I know we have a visiting minister with us this morning, but if I remember right, I think the last two times he was here, we have asked him to preach, so I felt really bad asking him again, so you can take a break. As I was thinking about the season we're in, I didn't... Have to confess that I didn't look to the, look at the Sunday school lesson until this morning. I'm not overlapping, but it's going to go hand in hand. The season we're ending is Christmas, and I was thinking about the reasons for it and what is my response to Christmas. Do I live my life that others see the value that I have toward Christmas? There's a story. A.J. Gordon was a great pastor of a church in Boston. One day he met a young boy that was in front of his sanctuary carrying a rusty cage with some birds fluttering nervously. Gordon inquired of this boy, Where did you get those birds? The boy replied, I trapped them out in the field. What are you going to do with them? I'm going to play with them. Then I guess I'll just feed them to the old cat we have at home. When when Gordon offered to buy them, the lad exclaimed, Mister, you don't know what you don't want them. They're just little old birds and they can't sing very well. Gordon replied, I'll give you two dollars for the cage and the birds. Okay, it's a deal, but you're making a bad bargain. The exchange was made and the boy went away, whistling and happy with his shiny coins. Gordon walked to the back of the church, opened the door of the wire coop, let the struggling little creatures soar into the blue. The next Sunday, he took the empty cage to his pulpit and used it to illustrate a sermon about Christ coming to seek and to save those that are lost. Paying it with his own precious blood. The boy told that the birds were not very good songsters, but Gordon noticed as he released them and they winged toward heaven how they sang. It's a song sung in every carol this season. Redeemed. It's the meaning behind every gift we give. Redeemed. It's the words that the shepherds heard. Redeemed. It's the assurance Mary received. Redeemed. It's the star the wise men followed. Redeemed. You and I have been trapped by sin. But Christ purchased and he gave us a pardon. And we can be redeemed. This morning I want to look at three C's. I'd like you to consider them with me. Three C's. The first C obviously stands for Christ. Jesus Christ is what the Bible is all about. In the Old Testament, the writers described how God created the world, and Jesus was to come into it. They explained how and why he had to come into the world, because of Adam, Adam's sin. Adam's sin caused the human race to become weak and to be subject to the sinfulness and condemnation. Much of the Old Testament is devoted to showing how God created And nurtured a special nation, the Jewish nation, whom Jesus was going to come through their culture, their their nation. Then we have the New Testament. Documents describing His birth, His teaching, His ministry, His death, and His resurrection. Moving on further, and then apostles record how the church began and as things moved on. But Christ is the core, the subject of the Bible and His person as well as His identity. It all hinges upon that. History hangs on that. Christ being the core of the Bible. according to Jesus in the Bible there are only two camps in this world those who believe that he is the divine messiah son of god and those who do not luke 11:23 he who is not with me is against me for christians jesus is one of these turn to 1st corinthians chapter 1 1 Corinthians chapter 1, begin reading at verse 18. I'm going to read to verse 31. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is this disputer of this world? Hath not God made the foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of the preaching to save them that believe. For the Jew required a sign, and the Greeks seeked after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews, a stumbling block, and unto the Greeks foolishness. But unto them which are called both Jew and Greek, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mightier, not many nobler are called, But God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. But God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. And base things of the world and the things which are despised hath God chosen. Yea, the things which are not to bring to naught things that are. That no flesh should glory in his presence, but of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto wisdom wisdom. The right, and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. We preach Jesus. And it's foolishness. It goes along with what we were talking in Sunday school. It doesn't make sense how Jesus can become a babe, come to this earth, Take on the human form. Turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 3. hope for chapter 1 verse 3 remembering without ceasing your works of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and our Father we have a hope in Jesus as Christians we have hope Acts 10 verse 30 verse 42 And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of the quick and the dead. Jesus is going to be that judge. He is going to judge those who have done what was good and right and those who have not known him. In Matthew chapter 25 verse 21. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Jesus is going to be the one to reward. And we could continue on with that list. Colossians 1, 15 and 20. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For all things were created by Him and for Him. And He he is before all things, and in Him all things hold together. He is also the head of the body, the church, and He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that He Himself might come To have first place in everything, for it was the Father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in him and through him to reconcile all things to himself, having made peace through the blood of his cross. As we reflect this Christmas season, may we appreciate the gifts, the gift that God gave us. Christ gives us hope. What other religions in this world could ever come close to this? When you have answered these questions for yourself, you will have settled the most important issue of your existence and the whole reason why God made you. And when you have settled that question, who is Jesus Christ and how I will respond to him, then that will set the course for how you will live your life. The second C and that is the C that stands for the cross. Christ, now we have the cross. There are a number of religions that promote promote a variety of spiritual concepts and experiences. For example, Buddhists emphasize Meditation. Muslims have the pilgrimage to Mecca. True Christianity has the cross of Christ. It's not a very pretty picture. Cross signifying death. This is why Jesus said he came. Matthew 16. 21 From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders chief priests and scribes and be killed and be re- and be raised again the third day The cross is the main topic of the apostles' preaching in Acts chapter 2, verse 36. quite a few verses that will be jumping around. If you don't feel like turning to them, you can just listen. Acts chapter 2, verse 36. Therefore let all the house of Israel know, assuredly, that God hath made that same Jesus, whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Lord. And Christ. For I have determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. 1 Corinthians 2 2. Why should we focus on the cross? Preaching the cross is central because it's the answer to man's greatest problem and destructive force, sin. Sin is mankind's disobedience to God's law and the reason why we die physically and spiritually at judgment. Sin is the reason why we're afraid to die and be afraid to face God. God being righteous and just. Romans 3.23 we know that we have sinned and come short of the glory of God. This is where the cross comes in. And I can't help but think there in Chicago, Pacific Garden Mission, there's a picture of a cross and Romans 3.23 is the verse. It's a light for those who are seeking. Jesus, the Son of God, became human in order to deal with sin. He became that perfect sacrifice, took on the form of a human man and became that perfect sacrifice and had to do it on a cross. The debt of our sin. The forgiveness that we can have from our sin should also compel us to forgive those that have wronged us Peter chapter 2 verse 21 For even here unto were ye called because Christ also suffered for us leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps And I'm going to read keep reading to verse 25 who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. Who, when he was revealed, revealed not again when he suffered. He threatened not, but committed himself to him that judges righteously. Who is his own self, bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed? For ye were as sheep gone astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your soul. Without the cross, Christianity is simply a a religious self-help program steeped in Jewish history. No hope if you don't have the cross of Jesus Christ. The fact that Christ died on the cross however transforms our faith into the only solution to the universal problem of sin. The cross wipes away our sin. We are no longer responsible for the moral debt before God. It is paid full. At the cross, our burdens, that was sin bringing my life, is now released and it's gone. I am free. The cross also satisfies God's demand to be right that demand that we be righteous. God now confers upon us the righteousness because of the cross. The cross also absorbed the punishment. Jesus suffered that punishment that was supposed to be ours, supposed to be our debt. The cross also brings peace. If God forgives me, I should be able to forgive others. The cross gives me hope. No matter what happens in this life, the cross reassures me that I can look forward to heaven with confidence. cross of Jesus is the focal point of our belief. The third C, and that stands for the church. You ever hear people say that they don't need a church in order to be a good Christian? Saying this is like saying that we don't need to have a body in order to have a relationship with our head. Because the Bible teaches that the church is the body of Christ, who is the head. Colossians one eighteen. Just in the same way, my finger on my hand cannot relate to my head, but it needs my body. An individual believer cannot have a relationship with Christ except he be part of that body, and that body being the church. Bible teaches that there is only one entity, and that is officially recognized by God and Christ as his body, and that is the church in Ephesians 4.4, one body. Church is the only body that is compatible with Christ. Christ is the head, just like a human head is compatible to a human body. You cannot put an animal head on a body of a human and expect it to function. Jesus has to be the head of the church. Also, the church is used to preserve the truth of the gospel. It's a vehicle in which we can spread the good news to all men. We are that light that others can see, and it should cause them to want to come to that light. The Bible also explains that the church is the bride of Christ, and he will return someday and take his bride to be at the right hand of God forever. I ask the question, if you're not part of the body, the church, can you be connected to the head, which is Christ? Just another story of a family on Christmas Eve family had the tradition of the mother and the children would go to Christmas Eve service and the father would stay home and read the paper. While the family returned home from church, they would all gather to open their presents. Father was not an evil man, but he just couldn't believe in this childhood stories anymore. God coming In the form of a baby in a manger. As the family had left for church. He began to read the paper. Suddenly he heard a tapping on the window. And here there was a bird flying against the glass on the window. Trying to get out from the snow and into the warmth of his house. The man had compassion. And he went outside and tried to bring the bird in. As he approached that bird, the bird just flew against the window even harder. Pretty soon the bird flew into the bushes below the window, half frozen and too afraid to be caught by this huge man. The more the man tried to reach for the bird, the more the bird flew frantically into the snow and the thorns of the bush. After minutes... In the cold and seeing the bird continue to injure itself the man yelled out frustration stupid bird can't you understand that i'm trying to help the man paused thought if only i could be like a bird then you would understand just then the church bells rang as they always have run hour by hour. And when the man heard the bell, he fell to his knees and began to cry saying, Oh God, I didn't understand. Oh God, I didn't understand. God's son came in the human form that we might understand from where we came from. For what reason we are separated and how we can be restored to God. Being a Christian is not easy. It's not simple. There are struggles. And there needs to be that perseverance in faith. But if we can remember these three basic elements, Christ, divine savior and lord the cross the place where our sins were washed away and the church the body that connects to christ and the charge of proclaiming his cross nobody will be able to say i didn't know every knee is going to bow before christ First time Jesus came, he came veiled in the form of a child. A star marked his arrival. Wise men brought him gifts. There was no room for him. Only a few attended his arrival. The next time Jesus comes, he will be recognized by all. Heaven will be lit by his glory. He will bring rewards for those That are His. The world won't be able to contain His glory. Every eye shall see Him. He will come as sovereign King and Lord over all. I hope this was a challenge to refresh our values as we enter into this Christmas season and have a deep appreciation. For that gift that God gave to us.